You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Travel Talk Weekly. This is episode number 24, original air date, March 24th, 2020. That's a lot of 24s. It's a lot of 2020s. (laughs) 10-4, good buddy. On this show, we're talking about the future of travel and how things are going to change after the global pandemic known as coronavirus has passed. There has been no other event in our history that not only has changed, but will continue to change the way we travel like this epidemic. The other event that comes to mind is 9-11. Do you remember being able to go to the airside of any airport to say either bon voyage to your friends and family or welcome them back from a trip? Do you remember that? I do, but I really did not travel a lot prior to 9-11. I remember even when I moved down here, I drove back, and I didn't really fly much until you. You (laughs) got me addicted to travel. (laughs) I know. Sorry. (laughs) 9-11 changed all of that. And soon after, we had to remove our shoes to go through security. Most, if not all, of those security measures are still in place. We are in uncharted territory here. But one thing is for sure travel agents will be needed now more than ever. Yeah, this virus thing has really changed the perspective on a lot of things. Now, the big box stores like Costco, online travel agencies like Travelocity and Expedia are definitely going to take a big hit for sure. And here's why. The trust level for people that are traveling post-coronavirus, they're going to have their guard up and they are going to trust online call centers way less and they want to work with a real person. And pretty much like post 9-11 is used in travel, so will this. People will refer to travel as, do you remember what it was like before the coronavirus? Now, luckily, the coronavirus didn't happen on a certain date, because otherwise every year, you know, on March whatever, it's like, oh, this is when coronavirus shut everything down, and everything is shutting down around the country in waves. Yeah, it's, it's really bizarre. Really bizarre. We've never seen anything like this. So in my opinion, the first indicator of breaking out of this crazy time will be Disney. As soon as Disney announces the dates that it will reopen, the nation will have a collective sigh of relief and say, okay, Disney's coming back. What's next? Yeah, it's amazing the impact that they have worldwide, but this is true. These are just our opinions and our take as travel professionals, not based on anything that has been announced, just our feelings based on experience and what we're seeing right now in the industry. So some people are going to be open to travel still within the United States, but they're still going to be a little hesitant to travel abroad because that is how this virus was brought into the country. And so they're going to be like, oh, I don't know if I want to pick up anything. You know, Italy has been the hardest hit, like more than any other country. But you know what? I think they're, they're going to recover very, very strongly And you know what? It's their Italian spirit. I will agree. And they were hit a lot because they had a lot of Chinese immigrants that were over in Italy before the virus was announced. And it spread through the population like crazy. Keep in mind, also, Italy was testing everybody. And so their numbers went up dramatically. Yeah, well, think about it. Italians are very loving people. They're very social. They like to get together in big groups. And so the propensity for the virus to spread a little bit more, it's only because they are such a loving and fun people to be around. If you guys don't already know this, Italy is our favorite place to travel. We do love it. We're going to go back. 
Absolutely. What will change, I think, is that people that may have just grabbed like a Rick Steves guidebook and want to travel to Italy or Europe, they may reconsider. And I will say, I'm a huge fan. I love watching Rick Steves on PBS. It's great information. He does what we wanted to do, and that is get paid to travel. Although we are now just in a different way. (laughs) But I would love to go and, you know, we filmed in Italy. We filmed around the Mediterranean. I love doing that for our TV show, All Aboard TV. I think what people are going to do, they're going to gravitate to, they're going to want safety and security, and they're going to want a name they can trust, like Disney. And I think they'll also want to be with other people. They're not going to try to just do it on their own. I think in their mind, and I agree with this, a lot of times when you're traveling, there is safety in numbers. And you and I were talking about this. I think that group travel with a very trusted and secure travel company is only going to grow faster. And of course, Disney has their Adventures by Disney, which you know they're going to pick the safe hotels. They're going to pick the right places to dine. And everything, everybody's just going to be a little more cautious about their health and their safety. And there are also tons of other respected tour operators. When you think of Disney, though, I think they are the most respected name in theme parks and just travel in general. And when Disney puts their stamp of approval on it, like when they do their river cruises, you know, with Ama Waterways as the people that own the boats, I think people, they instantly feel safe because it's Disney. Now, if you've never been to Europe, and we highly encourage it, do it with like Adventures by Disney or our partners Chow Italy and Karani Tours. If you want to go see Ireland and that part of of Northern Europe, then you might want to travel with CIE Tours. CIE is very well known for that. And one of the biggest reasons, too, is because through this whole travel crisis that's going on or this impact in tourism that is going on right now because everybody's kind of put a pause on travel, one of the key things is making sure that your trip is booked with a company that is still going to be around. There are a lot of really, really small companies and small, small, small tour operators that don't have the history. Chow Italy, they are part of Karani Tours. They've been around for over 100 years in Italy. Si. Not <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> so not only are they a, a very solid company, but they also are the ones that have those tickets to get into the early access, front of the line. The they Vatican, are the source. Exactly. You know, so you're kind of going to the source. So I think this also is going to kind of weed out some of the companies that may have tried to get into tourism, cut some corners and, and do some things. I was thinking about that. Yeah. And this, I, was gonna, I was thinking about this in kind of like um, a National Geographic kind of thing. It's like the wolves that kind of thin out the herd of the bison, the lions that kind of thin out the herds of the wildebeest. And I don't want to mean that in any kind of a morbid way, but it's I think the stronger companies are going to pull through this better than ever. And you couldn't prepare for this. But the people that didn't have a stable enough business to get them through something like this, unfortunately, I think they're going to be out of business. Yeah, well, and that's why we partner with companies that are strong, that are stable, that are definitely still going to be around. You know, one of the areas I think is going to take a huge hit, and this will affect the way a lot of people do travel. Airbnbs, VRBO, all of those have become really, really popular, right? And we don't normally, you and I are not Airbnb people. I get a lot of people are, but we generally, you know, I've never stayed in one. I know you probably have. Yeah, I have have a few times. Yep. But the biggest difference, though, is that a lot of those, they are owned by people that aren't going to be able to maintain that Airbnb property. So guess what? I know of some people right now that have reserved Airbnbs. They cannot even fly to that country because we are on a lockdown or they don't want to go down there and not be able to get home. But because they book through an Airbnb, that Airbnb operator is now in scarcity mode. And they're saying, 
I'm not giving back any of your money. Well, also the Airbnbs are not regulated like the hotels exactly. and the cruise lines. And so the, you don't yeah, know what so kind of cleaning they're doing there. There's you don't know if they have that secret nanny cam someplace <laughs> stashed in the teddy bear. But no, I do think, though, that that is going to start going back a little bit on a shift. I know that there are a lot of really great companies that manage a lot of rental properties, and those are the ones that are going to thrive. We have a great partner over in Orlando. There's tons of vacation homes. You can guarantee they are making sure that those homes are going to be cleaned the proper way and they're set up the right way. A lot of people that rent from that particular company are international guests and tourists. So I think that those are going to be a great value. You want a you know, four-bedroom home, you're going to be able to get a really good deal, You know, a five or 10-minute drive from the Disney parks. But let's face it. You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly because you want to travel and you enjoy traveling and you're looking forward to your next trip. Next week, we're definitely getting back to talking about destinations around the world. That's good to know because I was not sure what next week's topic was going to be. <laughs> well, that's what it's going to be. And, Glad to know it. And really, we want you to look forward to and to start planning to visit either later this year or next year somewhere around the U.S. or in the world. Vacations are not going away for the time being. They've just been postponed. We're all pretty much, no matter where you are in the country, we are more or less confined to our own home right now. Some have a little more strict orders than others. You know, we can still go out and get groceries, but there's other, not other much, than that, everything yeah. else is closed. So we're all stuck at home, and this is no better time than to start looking forward to your vacation. Some of you are probably getting stir crazy or cabin fever. You know, may have some liver problems with all the alcohol going on. We don't know. But this is a great time to start planning your trips and not just one. Start planning two and three trips ahead. Start looking at, you know, mid to late summer, maybe July and August, September area. Start thinking. I know you and I already talked about we hadn't planned this before, but we may do a trip over Thanksgiving and Christmas this year. Because we know that the tourism industry is going to be starving. They're going to be asking for people to come back and say, hey, come see us. And I think they're going to have some unbelievable deals that they've never, ever had before. And I, for one, am ready to travel. And you too? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. Just want to check. <laughs> so what do you need to do to make sure that you are ready to respond to some of these great offers? Number one, make sure you have a passport. Now is a great time if you don't have one to apply, although that changed this last week. Just go ahead and look at your passport. I did passport. not know this. I know you did not know this. Go ahead and look at your passport, see when it expires, because when you travel, it still needs to be valid for up to six months after you travel. I knew that part. Yeah. Okay. So right now, though, they've put a pause on processing any passport applications or renewals. So everything there is just put on pause. Now, here's what the effect is going to be. As soon as that pause is lifted, there's going to be backlog. So you normally have been able to get a passport within like three weeks to four weeks currently. Yeah, that's not going to happen anymore. It's going to take a much, much longer process. So you have an option. Get in line now and go ahead and get your passport information in the queue. Or when that ban is lifted, go to an actual passport office. We had ours renewed back around Halloween of 2018. We were doing a cruise out of Miami, and we drove down a day early specifically to get an expedited passport to go on our cruise. Yeah, it does cost. Because someone in this room, we booked an international cruise, and someone in this room forgot that our passports expired. Yeah, that was not me. It wasn't? No, it was, was it? not. I Who kept was? saying, let's do this. Who let's do this. That? Who else is here? <laughs> but no, the, the important thing, though, is the only way you can get an expedited passport is you have to have proof of international travel happening Correct. within a certain time period. And it's not like if it's six months from now, but don't use that as a crutch. 
No crutches allowed. For those of you that do have a valid passport, guess what? Airfare and other travel deals to Europe will be the lowest possible prices. And I will also say not just Europe, but also South America. I'm not saying go to Asia yet, but I think even prices to Asia are going to be really cheap. I'll tell you where we should go. I want to go to Australia. Yeah, Australia would be great. That's on our bucket list. Australia, New Zealand, I think that would be awesome. So number two is to have a go plan in place. What this means is talk with your travel advisor and set up a few scenarios and some parameters of what ifs. So we have some clients that have reached out and said, okay, we know there's going to be some good cruise deals. And I say, great. So we ask things like, when do you want to go? What's your budget? And so we can kind of see a parameter. So if somebody's like, you know, I really want to go to Ireland, it's like, great. What's your budget? And when can you go? So then if that deal comes out, because these will go very quickly. And that's why it's always good to have a travel advisor in your pocket. And so when they come across my desk, I can say, Oh, that's perfect for, you know, Joy and David, they will love this. this like will be here's great. an example, we have some clients that want to sail later this summer, they want to do the Galapagos Islands on Silver Sea. Everything's kind of put on hold right now, but we know that we've already talked to them. We have some dates selected. We know the price range. At the very least, if we find the deal, as soon as everything opens up, we know we're not even going to call them. We have all their information. We're going to put the cruise on hold, put a deposit on it, and say, hey, so-and-so, we got this locked in. Do you want it or do you want to change the date? But at least they'll have that trip locked in just in case. Because again, the floodgates are going to open. As soon as this travel ban and and all the stuff is behind us, the floodgates are going to open. So we've been working with our Disney clients that have reservations through the month of April and even into May to come up with our backup game plans because we don't know when they're going to open. We, I mean, it would be foolish to think that they're actually going to open up on April 1st. When they, it was so funny when they announced it, they're like, well, the trips from now until the, till March 31st are going to be canceled. And we're like, they're not opening up April 1st. Yeah. We know this. Everybody knows it. They're smart. They did it. I think to kind of well, to kind of like push back the tide of phone calls that would have exactly, happened. Exactly. Exactly. So the next one will probably be through April 15th. You heard that first here, folks. Write it down. <laughs> now, if your trip is going to be canceled, when do you want to move the dates is what you need to discuss with your family. So figure out, you know what, we have a trip at the beginning of May, it looks like it may get canceled. Let's come up with some backup dates. And then your travel advisor can work on, okay, as soon as it's announced that it is going to cancel, we're going to go ahead and move it. And here's why you don't immediately just say, you know what, they've said we could cancel it with no penalty. Here's why you don't want to do that is there may be a better incentive if they actually cancel. So for example, Sandals, they've just canceled all of their resorts through May 15th. That's huge. So many honeymooners that are going, there's weddings that have been canceled. It's really, it's really unfortunate. However, one of the things they're honoring is they are saying, you know what, we will let you keep your price that you have locked in and you can move it to another date. Nobody else no, has done that. No, the cruise lines aren't doing that. The even cruise lines aren't doing Disney's that. Disney's not even doing that. But it's only for ones that have been canceled. So if you're arriving on May 16th and you know that you can't hold that wedding because it's going to be a large group, you're uncomfortable, you have to cancel it, all you can do is move that trip. And then if there's a price difference, you have to pay the difference. But the people who are within that can't, that window through May 15th, they have a little different scenario. And that cancellation window could expand. It could. And so that's why I say, like, we actually have a, we actually have a client who is arriving on May 16th. And I said, hang in there. We're going to see what's going on. Yeah, don't do anything yet. Yeah, don't do anything yet. We already know we're going to move it. But I'm thinking if I can help them get a better price, I'm going to do that. 
Another example is let's say you have a trip booked the middle of May, and technically Disney has not canceled those dates yet, but if you cancel before Disney decides to close it down, then your reservation is gone. If they're going to shut it down, let's say, again, use May 15th as the example, and they shut it down, now you have the option. You can move your reservation and keep it and pick, and that's why you want to work with your travel advisor and have the dates ready. Because if you just decide to cancel and then all of a sudden, you know, May 17th, the dates open up again, you're probably not going to be able to get in because Disney is going to be just bombarded and they're going to fill up quick. I'm telling you, Disney is going to fill up faster than any other vendor on the planet as soon as they are allowed to. And again, I think because of who they are, they will be the first one to come back, but they're not going to announce it. Hello, everybody. Starting on blah, blah, blah. We're, you know, they're not going to say, you know, on April 1st. Okay, guys, we're going to open May 1st. They're just going to kind of wait and see. Well, they have to because we don't know where this pandemic is going. There's not going to be a big announcement. They're just going to open it up. Then they're going to make the announcement. And then every Disney fan is going to be on a six-hour hold time to try and get their reservation. So this is why, again, it's always best to not cancel and just play the wait and see until your trip falls within their cancellation date range. And especially with the cruises, because once they actually cancel a cruise, they're giving you more perks. Like Norwegian, not only do you get your future cruise credit of 125%, which is pretty typical for most of them if, if you want to move it. But they're also offering some other incentives. Some of the cruise lines are doing additional onboard credit. And so I just think it's better to wait and see. I mean, again, it's totally up to you. It's a personal decision. For the most part, everything in the cruise industry is a move your trip forward, not a full refund. So definitely some things to think about. We expect Italy to open up hopefully this summer. And we are working with Chow Italy Tours, which is our tour company, on some anticipated dates. It's still a moving target, but we do know people are ready to pull the trigger for later in the summer and fall. And then we have some clients that are saying, you know what? We know we're going to go to Italy. We're just not going to do it this year. Can you please just put it into 2021? And of course, we can do that. Yeah. So here's what's happening, though, is that's pretty standard. So everybody's trips are getting delayed. Guess what's going to get really busy? Um... I do not know the answer because that's not in the notes. So you tell me. (laughs) Well, it's going to be Italy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The late summer. I thought it was a trick question. Fall, no. But especially 2021, that should be a really big summer. And so if you do want to keep your Italy trip or you do want to make sure you can go to Italy, we highly recommend you go ahead and deposit and put your money down now to lock in your trip or go ahead and just move your trip to those future dates. They are ready to, you know, have tourism come back there everybody's going to want to be getting over to Italy to support our friends over in Italy as well. I mean, you got to remember, again, I go back to these are Italians. You fall in love with them because they're just amazing people. And we've mentioned this earlier in the show, but it is so important. We're going to mention it again. This is our pro tip for this show. Take this time to research your next trip, whatever it is. Talk with your travel advisor and have a plan in place. Give them the authority to deposit a trip without having to track you down. This will save both of you time and it could even save you money as well. Like for our clients, if we have your consent and we go go and grab a date and put a deposit on it, we would not do that without it being a refundable deposit. But the thing is, you've got to key in your dates and lock it in. Well said. Well, thank you. That was very nice of you. (laughs) I like being complimented. (laughs) Well, I'm excited to get back to talking about some of the bucket list travel destinations next week. You know, really just to give people an escape from all this craziness that's going on. So I think this will probably and hopefully be the last time we have to address all this coronavirus crazy. But in the midst of it, there are some good things that are going to come out of it. As an industry, travel will bounce back. 
bigger and better than ever. The places that were not being run efficiently will not reopen. And I'm talking about the online travel agencies like bookit.com. They're gone. That was a very bad business structure and operation. We know a lot of you are not commuting anymore. They are telecommuting. And so, yeah. But come on. We know you guys have a lot more free time than you normally (laughs) do. So thanks for listening. Yes, we appreciate you listening. And we also want to thank all of those of you who are showing up for work because you have to. There's, you know, most people I think are starting to work from home, but a lot of people in the healthcare industry can't, at the grocery stores they can't, the delivery trucks, for all of you who have to be there and to show up to make sure that other people are taken care of, thank you so much. You're the ones that are probably going to deserve the biggest vacation once all this is over, don't you think? We already have a lot of vacations that we are planning for our clients. That's all we have this week. For any specific questions, you can email me, rob at traveltalkweekly.com. And if you guys like to have text alerts, you can text the word TRAVEL to 888-111. And if we have any big breaking news stories in travel or some deals that we find, we will send them right to your phone. Remember, it's a great, big, beautiful world out there. Get out and see it right after this crisis is over. Okay. And until next time, never stop exploring, even if it's in your neighborhood.